Welcome to another episode, another riveting episode of mm. Monster Hunters, the only show that dares to shun millions of hours of original streaming content to revisit a 50-plus-year-old sitcom about a Frankenstein monster and his grotesque family. I am Derek, and I'm a Monster Hunter. And joining me, as always, is Keith. Keith, how you doing? Hey, hey, I'm good. I am Keith, and I am also a Monster Hunter. And Keith is not calling in via satellite phone this week. He is live in oh, studio. But is that sound? Do I sound better now? Yeah, you sound great. Okay, because I actually I forgot to put the microphone fully talked in, front in of my the face. microphone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, you got yeah, like, yeah. like louder. Yeah. <laughs> Keith, was... well, no. Last week when I was on the road, I was using the headset, and that mm. you know, uh, back here in the studio, I, I forgot to actually move it in front of my yeah. face. Well, mm, Keith yeah. was in the recliner in full mm-hmm. reclined position. Oh yeah. Uh, optimal recording uh, technique right there yeah if i could just have like a bed and just put my mic up there like leaning over my face that's ideal (laughs) (laughs) that'd be awesome another voice you're hearing of course is the dr dre of kansas it's terry yep that's me i'm a monster hunter and you know yeah if i could just sleep and record my voice you know just lay there all day doing monster hunter monster hunter episodes i think that would be the dream the dream a a day-long monster hunting Yep, yep, yep. Just from my bed. From your bed, yeah. I guess if All you right, well, we have a goal. We have a goal. Uh, if you hit that Patreon level, folks, <laughs> we will do a day-long 24-hour monster. Oh, God. You couldn't oh, pay God. me to do that. And that's what's literally <laughs> happening with the Patreon. Yeah. I don't I don't think I could handle it, Keith. Yeah. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to tell you what. Like, I, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I enjoy watching the monsters. No lie. Yeah, but honey. yeah. One episode is enough. It really is. <laughs> I'm I'm really hoping. I keep saying it every week that they hit a groove. They hit a groove, and we'll get like just amazing twenty minute episodes. But uh, alas, here we are, season one, episode twelve, <laughs> the sleeping cutie. Mm-hmm. Now. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I I lost my I lost all track train of thought here because this is this is this is what the monsters do to me. Mm-hmm. They melt my brain. Uh, should we just get into the Monster Hunters Almanac? Uh, yeah, Factoid let's, let's, fact uh, of the week. Brush off that dust. Uh, open up the tone. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, let Let's forego anything fun <clears throat> and get right into the nuts and bolts. <laughs> yes, of this episode. Uh, going to the library. Blowing the dust off, I lit a candle. I found the book. It is the Monster Hunter's Almanac. I'm pulling it out. I'm cracking the spine. I'm passing it off to Keith. Very, I'm altar boy to Keith's Monster Priest. Mm. Uh, That seems very weird. I don't think I want to go with that. (laughs) Well, did I'm I'm not Catholic, but I went to a Catholic school. Didn't like the altar boy was he supposed to like hold the book up there so the priest could read from it and stuff? 
Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. From my seat in in uh, in the church, yes, that's what I saw because I was never an altar yeah. boy. I'm also I'm a, twelve. I'm twelve years back. of Catholic school and no altar boy. Holy hmm. monster! I'm in the back. I'm lighting all the candles and uh, you know, mm-hmm. standing there solemnly nodding along. Yeah. All right, all right. So uh, as we started last week, uh, when I was on set, uh, when I was over uh, checking some stuff out. Uh, we were talking about 1313 Mockingbird Lane mm-hmm. and uh, figure we'll continue on a little bit of a series about those. Now, we talked about everyone knows it's been used for the monsters and we talked about a bunch of other films and television that it was in um, all the way up through uh, Desperate Housewives in, in 2012. And today I want to talk about uh, <clears throat> there is a house in uh, Waxahachie, Texas. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I pronounced that right. Uh, in 2001, they began construction of a fully livable recreation of the Munster home inside and out uh, with initial construction completed in 2002. Uh, uh, Al Lewis and Butch Patrick both appeared at the public grand opening. Oh, that's cool. The house comes equipped with a grand staircase, which opens to reveal spot, a rotating suit of armor. There's trap doors, secret passages. Grandpa's electric chair, a pipe organ, the raven cuckoo clock, a crooked bat weather vane on the roof, and even a dungeon complete with a trap door. Now, um, one thing that uh, I heard about this is that there's there was no blueprints for the Monster House. So they rewatched every single episode um, and took tons and tons of notes in order to recreate this and you know some wow. uh, there's rooms that like obviously they, we don't see every room in their house um through the entire time so you know some of them they had to improvise a bit but it is um a whole thing that they have going on there that they basically went through and looked at every single episode of the monsters in order to figure out how what this uh looks like so uh many pieces in the house are actually from the show or are exact matches of items from the show uh, it's a living work, so each year they add more detail hmm. um, as they collect more items, uh, things like that. There's got to be a point and, where there's got to be diminishing returns, right? How <laughs> how much more can you find from the monsters every year? Well, actual props and stuff probably like they got to run out eventually, but they've you know uh, finding replicas or or making exact replicas. I mean, they rewatch of what uh, they. Uh, I don't know. Every every little bit that the giant mouse trap, I don't know. There's only mm. so much. There's yeah, actually a prop in today's episode that I better be in that house. <laughs> yeah. Um the house was completely designed off of uh show footage and they live there. Now the other thing is though, they also have a murder mystery that they that they have uh. there. Um you get drinks. Is it monsters that, themed? I, I'm assuming it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Uh it? it says our murder mystery consists of ten guests. Costumes are required for all guests. Uh, Come okay. ready to dive into the story. Monthly murder mystery. Oh, there's a fee. Um fee must be paid up front. Your seat will not be reserved until paid. Dang. Oh, it's $120 per guest. Oh. That's how they're making money off this. But I it does it doesn't say it is exactly monster themed, though. That's the oh. weird part. I hope it's uh, like, yeah, a yeah. mystery of like the death of Herman or something like that. And he's like somebody, oh. one of the family members finally <laughs> had enough. And maybe comedy went to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been dead for a long time uh, as far as the show is concerned. Yes. Private tours are uh, available. Uh, they open up uh, two nights each year on the weekend of Halloween 
um, and make it public for everyone to see. And since the death of Al Lewis, uh, Pat Priest has returned to make multiple appearances uh, at the oh. Munster Mansion Halloween Bash. Um, they select a local charity and they donate all the proceeds from the event to that too. So uh, it's got something wow. that uh, you know works out That's real nice there. Well, cool. I kind of after you said there's tours, I kind of mm-hmm. want to go for like the after eight tour that's the adult where you can swear uh, <laughs> and ask him if any of these fuckers ever came out of the wall with like a, a dingleberry or a huge cum mm-hmm. shot that's what I, that's, that that might be my life goal now <laughs> it's on the bucket list go to the monster's house go to a tour and ask questions as sincerely as possible that are just <laughs> Totally explicit and inappropriate. Yep. Yes. I mean, as as this show continues to explode and uh, and build up, I mean, we're gonna eventually have to make that that we're trip. We have to go that night to mm-hmm. record it. Oh, uh, live yeah. episode from the Munsters house. Yeah, that oh, would be so God. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, here's the thing: Do you think my general uh, dismissal and at times <laughs> pure dislike of the show? Would disqualify us from other monster related things. You think we're banned? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, because because I'm pretty sure that um you get a private tour for 120 bucks for up to four people. So I think as long as we paid <laughs> and they allowed us to talk as we went through, that would be the best. They they're giving a tour and we're just still talking about an episode. Yeah. <laughs> or walking around with the, headsets on talking. Yeah. And, and we're just talking. We're doing a whole episode like it's supposed to be while they're still giving the tour up front. Yeah. They're trying to explain to us. Oh, look, the stairs open. I'm like, please be quiet. We're trying to talk yeah. about episode I know 74 the of do. the Munsters. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, you said it was a living uh, piece of art. So maybe eventually someday they'll add a Monsters almanac with the factoids in it from every week. Um, you know, what's really weird fine. is that it's a living museum when really it should be an unliving museum. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it should only be open at night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They're asleep during the day. Sometimes they're asleep so. during the day, except for in this episode where they, yeah, clearly... except for when it's convenient. Yeah. We close it. Oh, pass it back we... over to you. I will put it back mm. on the shelf. I'm extinguishing oh, the candles oh, behind oh, the altar. These fuckers might come out of here with a huge load of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm heading outside to the dock nearby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What if you're covered in shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What better way to get it off than <laughs> dive it in the water? Uh, <laughs> when you put on scuba gear, you're supposed to get wet and then put it on, right? Yes. That's yes, how it works, right? Yep. Like it slides on better that mm-hmm. way or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Sure. So that that makes sense, right? We're covered in shit. Oh, yeah. In the water, yeah. get out, put on the scuba gear, get on the boat, go out, you know, to international waters. Was it three miles? Mm-hmm. Do some gambling. At least. And then dive in. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got to gamble first. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. So we got to gamble first. <laughs> and then Captain Terry is going to take us down to the depths of hell. <laughs> episode was directed by norman abbott we've talked about him several <laughs> times there hey, he is norm. we see him floating by he's always yep. so friendly he's norm so uh he's directed 12 episodes of the monsters um he did the unaired pilot i won't go too deep uh you know he's always just floating there seems like we see him every time so you know sometimes you just want to say hi you don't really want to have a full-blown conversation with the guy <laughs> um but I did notice he was in a Munsters docu- documentary called The Munsters, America's First Family of Fright. Ooh. But they're not so. scary. No. I know. 
Well, just Marilyn is. Marilyn's mm, creepy as hell. Terrifying. Something like frightening, frighteningly funny or something like that. Maybe, you know, that would have been more fun. <laughs> but that's also not that either. A lie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Name might be needed some work, but hey, there's just something. Maybe we'll have to watch that someday, way down the line. I think that's in everything order. else. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think once season one is done, we gotta find a palette cleanser. <laughs> Take a little break. And then move on into you know. season two. Unless, of course, season one just really revs up and oh. hilarious all the way to the mm-hmm. end. I think but we will. got like 20 episodes left of season one. <laughs> There's time. It's going to get really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so, yeah, we, know, we floated past Norm Abbott um, and we see a couple more familiar faces. Old James Allardyce and Tom Adair. They wrote this episode. Mm-hmm. We've also covered these guys. They wrote um, the Autumn Croquet. Cro- Crocus episode? Is that yep. how you say that? Where, you know, Grandpa wants to get married again, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> these yada, two, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, you it know really the drill. Is a blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know how that's going to go. Um, uh, these two are partners. Uh, they were, you know, they wrote nine episodes of The Munsters. Um, James, he was he went to school to be a playwright. Tom, he was more of a musician, but he kind of mm-hmm. helped write all the scripts as well. Um, and yeah, they seem to be pretty good partners, but I did notice this time that Tom Adair was actually born in Newton, Kansas. So yeah, he's representing the Sunflower State. How about Sunflower, that? Sunflower Geographical Center of the United States. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good for him, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got some guest stars as well for this episode. Mm-hmm. We got Gavin McLeod as Paul yes. Newmar. Mm-hmm. He has 108 acting credits on IMDb going from 1957 to 2014. It uh, looks like his biggest claim to fame, from what I could tell, was from the show called Mary Tyler Moore Show. Uh, with 160 episodes, he was in every single episode of that show, um, where he played Murray Slaughter. Slater, maybe? Is probably- I think he's probably more iconic uh, as uh, was it Captain Steubing. Captain uh, yeah, on Love Boat. Yeah. Uh, oh, Love Boat okay. is probably his most iconic role. After yeah, his role on the Mary Tyler Moore show and after after the Love Boat, he kind of got he was he used to be kind of typecast as like a kind of a, a rough tough guy, but after those roles, he kind of just got stuck as like the lovable guy instead. Mm-hmm. And that that kind of frustrated him after a while. It seemed so he he was kind of mad about getting typecast as that. But hey, he was successful. He went so. on a killing spree to <laughs> to change that. that yes. <laughs> he went on a brutal murder, but you know, hey, at least he he was on a pretty successful show us it's hard to complain mm-hmm. about that no um then we've got john hoyt as george spelvin um he's got a 255 acting credits on imdb going from 1946 to 1987 we'll actually see him again in another monsters episode but as a different character he was in the 1960s movie uh, spartacus as caius and he was also in 1963's cleopatra as cassius oh um, yeah iconic he, roles yeah <laughs> He, he he leaped around a lot between TV and movies. Uh, his biggest recurring role was from a show called Gimme a Break, which is from the 80s. No Carter. Gimme a break. Oh, you've heard of that one, too? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I turned it into the Kit Kats. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. What, Gimme uh, a Break was No Carter, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, I, just love, yeah. I just love the fact that like Terry's like, it's a show. It says it did a whole bunch of stuff on there. I'm like... Yeah, I fully remember this. Terry's yeah. like, that's <laughs> just some show. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, Terry forgets that we're old. Yeah, uh, just give me a break. Show, I was 
parents weren't even thinking about Terry yet at that time, probably. No, probably not. No. Nope. Well, after seeing Nell Carter mm. dance around, how could they not? Mm. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but he was on 82 episodes of that as Grandpa Stanley Kaninsky. Oh, um, man. Yeah, so. I have big memories of that. He also, I guess he was known for some, his comedy routines and nightclubs before he started acting. Uh, he's apparently pretty good at celebrity impersonations, and he actually got mm-hmm. hired as a Broadway actor because of that, so. Who'd he play in this episode? I can't remember. Oh, he was uh, one of those like two when guys who oh, okay. show up. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. The old, he's the older of the two guys, right? Yep, yep. He was the guy who asked about compensation. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. He looked damn old in that, though. <laughs> he did look old, yeah. So uh, he lived <laughs> at least like 25 more years to be mm-hmm. in a Nil Carter sitcom. And he yeah. looked like he was pushing 65, 70 in this episode. He probably wasn't, though. He's an old man. You know, he played the grandpa on that show, so it makes sure. sense. Then finally, we've got Grant Williams as Dick Prince. Um, <laughs> uh, Grant has 45 acting credits on IMDb, going from 1954 to 1972. Uh, after high school, he joined the Air Force. He did that for four years, and then he started a- taking acting classes before he f- finally got some parts in Broadway and TV. Uh, but actually, his biggest claim to fame was being the lead actor in The Incredible Shrinking Man. Uh, I've hmm. never actually seen that movie, but I've read the book, which is pretty good. Hmm. Uh, the director was it the sta- book or the novelization of the movie? <laughs> I believe it was the book, but okay. you know, it's hard to tell sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the director stated that they should have given Grant an Oscar because uh, he kind of had to like imagine all of his surroundings. He actually had to shrink. <laughs> yes, he had to shrink himself to a minute size. Uh, it's kind of like what they do nowadays with CGI. He had to kind of just pretend everything was there. You know, mm-hmm. he had to imagine it. So. Something kind of new and different, so that would have been pretty difficult. Listen, if they're not going to give Andy Circus an Oscar for Gollum or Apes, mm, then this yeah. guy doesn't get one either. Yeah, yeah oh, right. that second Apes, he really deserved it. Yeah. He, at least the nomination he should have got. He's fucking great in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Andy Circus is amazing. But uh, he was also in a couple uh, like kind of B-movies, but he had pretty big roles in them. Like uh, There's one called Brain of Blood, which is kind of like a Frankenstein monster-esque sounding thing. Like, you know, mad scientist brings life to some dead creature and puts a crazy brain in a body of this guy and he goes on a killing spree. So, yeah, that sounded fun. Uh, and then there's the leech woman, which is about a doctor who discovers the uh, secrets to eternal youth in an African village. And I guess she, like, extracts youth from people's, like, penile glands. So, hmm. penile or penile? <laughs> As one Two does. different kinds of glands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the one that's in like your brain. That yeah, one. that's the pineal, I think. The pineal gland. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm going to leave it up to the listeners to which one yeah. I think yep. is. <laughs> what kind of movie is this exactly? It's yes. a B mm-hmm. movie where they extract things out your dick. But yeah, that's all I got. So we should probably head back <laughs> yep. up to the surface. Yeah, it's time to come up for air. <laughs> Pulling the ripcord, yeah. parachuting our way back up to the top. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You guys weren't waiting me to tell you who was dead and who wasn't, were you? Oh no, who's mm. dead, Keith? I oh no, I no, I, no, no. Yes, I, I just didn't know if that's what you guys were waiting for there. Before <laughs> no, we no. pulled the ripcord to get out yeah. of water, I don't They're know how all that was. Dead. I still don't know how that works, but yeah. Man, that was a good skooma. Gavin McLeod. That's a that's a good it's uh, a good get. And when he happens, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's like. I'll, I'll we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah, him him this part, week, yeah. last week we uh, last week we had Commissioner Gordon. 
Commissioner Gordon. This week, Captain Steubing. Yeah. And, oh, also the grandpa from the Nell Carter show. <laughs> I mean, it is. And a bunch of other shows that Terry's never seen. Yeah, oh, a bunch yeah, of yeah. Mary Tyler Moore. And, okay. So this is season one, episode 12, The Sleeping Cutie, which gets a, a Breaking Bad-esque 7.7, well, comparatively speaking, like uh, 7.7 on IMDb is like Breaking Bad's 10. Uh, so this is actually a very well-regarded episode on IMDb so far. And mm. I, and I, I shunned, I, I threw away the little description I wrote my own. Marilyn accidentally drinks a Sleeping Beauty potion. That's all you need to know. Yep, right? that's really all you need to know. It's ridiculous. I, I turn on my, you know, I, I load up the old DVD player. I put mm-hmm. in my DVD, and it's always got like the episode quote unquote summary. Mm-hmm. But it's literally just the plot of the entire episode. It's like, no, I want to watch this the yeah. episode. <laughs> don't want to read this. Don't want to watch. Don't want to read the wiki. I want to watch yeah. this. I'm like converting my eyes file. and trying not to look as I press the play button. It's horrible. Yeah. Harry prints up a script that he found online. He reads along with it as he goes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's the, the purest way to experience the monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to find out if there's monsters fanfic out there. I'm sure there oh. is. I 100% guarantee there's got to be. And that'll have to be a, maybe that's a palate cleanser. Uh, mm, that'd be fun. Live script read of monsters <laughs> fanfic. <laughs> All right. So this episode opens up like others. Herman is grunting, but he's grunting mad this time. Oh, he's mad. Yeah. He's real mad. Because Grandpa is trying to fill up his gas tank with water. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so goddamn stupid. They're outside. They're out front. Grandpa's got the hose. Lily's like, just do it. <laughs> and Herman, Herman lays it all out. It's mm-hmm. crazy trying to turn water into gasoline with a pill. <laughs> you goddamn right it is. That, that is, is the craziest shit I've ever heard. With a pill? Really? With a pill. Not a powder, no. not a process, but a pill. <laughs> and we're going to we're going to test it first using a car. That seems like a good idea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and by the way, we've seen them have several cars. Why are they going to test it on like the cool car? The cool car. Yeah, they could have birthday the present car from last week. Yeah, yeah. No wonder Herman's mad. That's like his biggest birthday present he's ever gotten. It's yeah. like this great car. Probably cost millions of dollars. Car. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Every episode, it's like they have a premise, and like, well, how do we get to that premise? <laughs> well, we have a Dracula that invents things. Let's make him invent something so yes. ridiculous. Oh God, why? Why? <laughs> so anyway, he's got a pill that turns water into gas. Yes, yes. And then there's this Lily's. So you can tell that they filmed it outside because it sounds 100 percent different than indoor filming. Yep. Uh, like they use different microphones or whatever. It almost sounded like they went in and recorded it again. Or the well, record, like, yeah. I don't, it, Grandpa it, looked like he was a little off on the lip sync every once in a while, I thought. So it's probably real windy out that day. Probably re- was. retake the whole thing. But Grandpa wants to fill up Herman's tank with water and put a pill in it. And Lily's like, let him do it. And then Herman says something. We find out that Grandpa invented athlete's foot, yeah. which is a terrible invention. <laughs> it's just a <laughs> fungus. That's why we should uh, believe in him. Yeah, because he did this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but no. he's got an instant gasoline pill. And Herman's like, fine, just do it. Ruin my car. So grandpa <laughs> fills up the tank with water. And then he puts in this pill, and it's a large pill. 
I thought it was going to yes. be like a Tylenol caplet. No, <laughs> this thing is a comically large pill. Uh, and he stuffs it in there, and then it's like, what's happening? Clearly, it's soap, but <laughs> a bunch of soap foam is pouring out of the gas tank. And mm-hmm. Grandpa's like, just let it go. Puts on the cab. Herman gets in the car. It starts up. He looks surprised. He drives off very quickly and then comes back in another straight line from the opposite direction. And my first thought was, he drove around the world. But <laughs> close, <laughs> close. He's like the flash. He goes mm-hmm. off in one direction, comes back from the horizon on the other. Nope. He just went around the block. Went around the block. Oh, he is so happy. Herman, mm-hmm. I've never seen Herman this happy, I don't think. He is filled with sheer joy after driving this car. He's yeah. he's giddier than when uh than we get than when he get, uh leaves after kissing Lily during the, yes. the opening. He is. And he did it very quickly too. Mm-hmm. He was very proud of the speed and the power. Mm. And then grandpa said, What took you so long? <laughs> Banger, as always. So the banger wraps up as it always does. Mm-hmm. And then we see grandpa writing out a letter and Herman's like, you're not sending crank letters to dear Abby again, are you? <laughs> which makes you, which makes you realize, man, dear Abby was around for a long time. Yeah. It was, she was probably, she was young and just getting going. Yeah. Is that like where the like advice column that mm-hmm. dear Abby? Okay. So for mm-hmm. those that are too young to remember newspapers, <laughs> There was there used to be a column in there called Dear Abby where you could write, and it was Abigail. I can't remember what her last name is, uh, but she had a twin sister as well that also did an advice column. Oh, um, interesting. I can't remember what her name was either. Um, and usually, like in Chicago, they were in competing papers. Like one was in the Sun Times, one was in the Tribune. Anywho, so crank letters to Dear Abby, and Grandpa's like, "No, I'm sending a sample of my pill to the reliable oil company." <laughs> What a name. What Makes a clever sense. name to They're yeah. reliable. <laughs> yeah. And then here it is again. We're going to be millionaires, I tell you. Because every week I ha- literally have an invention that can change the world in some way, mostly for the good. Mm-hmm. And will make us millionaires. Yeah, we're 11 episodes in. I think this is this is like the fifth or sixth invention. one of these. where like It is. Especially if you consider him like fixing Charlie's uranium extractor like he's mm-hmm. had so many of these things and that doesn't then even include like the robot that he puts together but he just like I, okay we get it grandpa like one of these has got to hit right i mean it makes sense because i think it was a couple episodes ago terry was telling us about in the in the skooma moment the creators like wrote these movies about crazy inventors mm-hmm. a crazy inventor and cast herman uh, mm-hmm. in a, mm-hmm. uh I, Clearly, these guys have an idea. They want to make a series about a crazy inventor. <laughs> but the network was like, no, that's too crazy. And then they're like, well, okay, what if we have a family of monsters? And they're like, well, that's that's very less crazy. Let's do that. Uh, so then they just shoot a horn in this inventing thing. Yeah, because cause Dracula it, happens to also be a mad scientist in this. Like, shouldn't that be like a separate character? You yes. Think? There should be a mad scientist character and a Dracula character, not a Dracula See, mad is, scientist. Never really thought about it till now, but yeah, that's kind of weird that they don't have like. Couldn't Lily have been the mad scientist, or you know, or swapped that she's the vampire? And the grandpa could be the scientist. Like, yes, they're both like vampires. You know, it seems. I think. I mean, really, Lily doesn't do that much creepy stuff. Such float around every once in a while, but yeah, I don't know. Cook and cook huge amounts of oatmeal. Lots mm, of that oatmeal. too. 
Mm. And as we'll see later on, finger sandwiches. Very well done. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Grandpa, we're going to be millionaires, I tell you. Herman wants Grandpa. Now, Herman, very altruistic. Let's share this with mankind, which mm-hmm. would be the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I will. 50-50. They get it. I get the money. <laughs> I like that. Oh, jeez. That's pretty funny, I thought. And then in walks Marilyn, and she looks ragged. And, but everybody's like, oh, you look great. Those bags <laughs> under your eyes. Uh, you look you look so ravishing or splendid or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I just can't sleep. Everybody's like, did you try this, try that? And Grandpa's like, did you try hanging from the rafters like I do? She goes, I tried, but I don't have the toes for it, which made me laugh. I chuckled a little then. <laughs> yeah, Marilyn's funny. I'm always excited when she like seems like she's going to get like a main part or something yeah. in the show because she's she has a lot of fun. Her character is interesting. She could have been the mad scientist. That would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. She kind of is. She helps with the robot that one time. She's she seems, always helping yeah. it with inventions. Mm-hmm. She's always so agreeable. <laughs> like they're <laughs> they're always like telling her how terrible, yeah. uh, hideous being she is. Just like I'm trying so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only time she wasn't agreeable was when Herman was like, "Marilyn, do you think I'm fat?" And <laughs> you don't yeah. think I'm fat? She pulled do you? at her collar. Just, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And she's always like, "Yeah." She's always the one to sniff out the BS whenever something's coming in, mm-hmm. trying to always. trick him. Yeah. She's the voice of reason and mm-hmm. whatever. But anyway, Grandpa's like, you're tired. I'll I'll whip something up for you. No big deal. And then I think she said, I feel like the walking dead. Yeah. And Lily has hit something like I'm dead on my feet. Yeah. I'm dead on my feet. And it, aren't we all? Mm-hmm. Because she's a vampire. And, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So Classic. Grandpa set this off. We cut to the reliable oil company and they have the pill. And then apparently this is one of those. <laughs> the oldest wheezes in the business. Yes. Good <laughs> work. happened before. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a scam. I guess lots of people mm. were doing this. Like a lot of the things that grandpa is involved with getting uranium from seawater, turning, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, creating life uh, from the basic oh, yeah. core elements. That's the biggest scam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's like full metal alchemist there. And you got to. <laughs> He just, he's like, he's got the equation. He just can't make it happen. Mm-hmm. And when you try, it goes horribly wrong. Yeah. They're like, so these guys, they're in a very familiar looking office. I think it's the only office that this show has. And oh, they're yeah. like, well, it's the old, we- oldest wheeze in the business. My favorite line, <laughs> wheeze. He's crackpot. And then dude, <laughs> what we find out later is, is, is Dick. Uh, he's like, well, I'm going to just put this put this pill in this pan of water, which we happen to have a pan of a cake pan of water sitting over here, puts in there and starts to bubble foam and then it explodes and bursts into flames. Yeah. <laughs> which like clearly indicates explosion. that it's gasoline. Uh, uh, yeah, that's not safe for the mark. I think maybe, yeah, maybe that answers some questions later, but maybe yeah. it's not safe to, <laughs> to release As opposed to any other like weird concoction somebody could make up and be like, ooh, if you add this in there, and all of a sudden it explodes and bursts into flame. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gas. Get get yeah. down there right away. Sense. Gas is highly combustible, uh, uh, spontaneously yeah. combustible, <laughs> actually. Yeah, nobody was like smoking and their ashes accidentally fell in or anything. Nope. No, it just explodes. Burst into flame. Mm-hmm. And and what I thought was interesting is the canned audience was like, oh my God. <laughs> they were like, ooh, they, they were like shocked and surprised by it. It was a big explosion. I was kind of shocked was. too. And yeah. there were real flames blasting out of there. And then the old guy is like, did I 
mean say crackpot. I meant get that old <laughs> genius signed up because clearly this is gasoline. Yep, makes sense. Perfect sense. So then Grandpa's in the lab working on his instant gasoline formula. And get, you know, do you notice how jacked up Grandpa was about this invention? <laughs> he was like gonna make him really, millions of dollars. Millions he was of dollars. really stoked about this man. Mm-hmm. He was. I mean, I guess if you made a thing that turned water into refined petroleum, uh, yeah, that would that'd be something. Um, but he was just like, really, like, I've got to get this going, get it going right. And Herman's standing over his shoulder watching him <laughs> and kind of like like backseat driving. Yep. And Grandpa's like, hey, can you just get out of here? And Herman's like, I can help you. And the uh, only reason I wrote this down to go over is because the response. I've been around. I've been around labs long before you were born, because he's a Frankenstein's monster. His mm-hmm. parts were all. But mm-hmm. that makes me think that Herman's pieces are centuries old, and oh. just like put in preservative, and then assembled mm. in eighteen fifty one. Yeah, well, like was, well, Grandpa was trying to find all the perfect parts. I guess. So it's like his like brain and like eyes in a jar. And he's just like watching as the scientists yeah. were working. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting. Taking notes in his brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. And so Marilyn comes in and she's like, got that cure for insomnia yet? And grandpa's like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, get off my back, woman. Yes, uh, yes, <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to make a gas pill. I, I, I'm making a million dollar gas pill. Go, you know, go drink yourself to sleep. Figure it out. <laughs> So, so grandpa's like, fine, I'm going to hypnotize you. And so she sits down, he gets out the watch and he starts swinging it back and forth. Once again, he's got to have some weird incantation. He's a, he's a vampire. He's a man of science and he's a magician all wrapped into one. Mm -hmm. So he's Abracadabra. What's that? He's always casting some sort of spell and he's got to say this long drawn out line. Yeah. Yes. Abracadabra hop toad pie. Look your grandpa in the eye. When your grandpa counts to three, fast asleep you're going to be. Now, I don't know if you ever was watching, but he was like really swinging that watch and she yeah. was like really following with her head. Mm-hmm. Now, I've I've seen like the so on other shows where they hold oh, it, they're going to do the hypnosis thing and stuff, and somebody does that and it's just, you know, you see the person's eyes swing back and forth. Her whole neck and head are like swaying back and forth, yes. back and forth. And that's the yeah, point of though. hypnosis, too. They tell you, like, just follow it with your eyes. Follow the pencil with your eyes. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Right? The other issue I have here is his incantation, uh, you know, says, you know, uh, when grandpa count, when your grandpa counts to three. Fast asleep, you're going fast to Fast asleep, you're going to be. And one, Herman two, is the one who falls asleep. And then Herman collapses. He's not. <laughs> but they call him grandpa but he's not, not herman's grandpa. grandpa no nope uh and marilyn's just like well i'm still i don't think it's marilyn's grandpa either right because i think it's lily's grandpa no no it that's she's lily's lily uh he's lily's oh yeah father. Lily's dad. yeah, yeah. um it's all a it's all a kind <laughs> yeah of so i just thought that was weird though that the incantation was you know you know yeah look at your grandpa and when i count and when he counts to three you'll be fast asleep well <laughs> The guy who falls asleep is not. Also, you saw that coming a mile away. Well, uh, of course. Now yeah. that we, when we're talking about the lineage here, as we discovered last episode, that was confirmed that Grandpa put him together. 
So Grandpa would also be Herman's father, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Mm. Yeah, that's when true. His daughter and his son are married. Okay. But it, it's not like a it's not like an incestuous thing there, right? There's no like mm. blood relation. I don't know, like so stepfather. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's no it's and, no Game of Thrones. So. No. So Herman falls asleep, not Marilyn, of course, blah blah blah. Grandpa says, All right, I'll mix you up a sleeping potion. Lily comes down with a telegram from the oil company. Uh they're sending someone over tomorrow. So Grandpa gets super excited. He's going to mix up a batch of his gas pills. <laughs> I'm going to make a bunch of, bad, <laughs> bunch of gas pills and then make Marilyn a cure for insomnia. Lily's upset at Herman because he's sleeping on her floor. She yeah. tries to keep a tidy dungeon, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Which I also thought weird was because she's always doing the opposite of like, instead of like a clean dungeon, like, you know, she should be happy that he's. You know, mm-hmm. uh, knock the dust around or something like that. Well, maybe he's clean. He's absorbing the dust and then pisses mm-hmm. around. Like a Frankenstein monster laying in a dungeon really does add a lot of ambiance, I think. Yeah, so, I agree. I Every dungeon should have a Frankenstein's monster in it. Mm-hmm. So Herman and Lily on the couch, Herman on the paper, Lily knitting, I think there's an explosion again. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's just Grandpa and his experiments. Herman's all upset. And he says something like, why couldn't I have a normal father-in-law who goes to church at night and plays bingo? <laughs> Which uh, makes, uh, yeah. So my, so my grandpa. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> Lily's, just, he wants some attention. And then Lily, the only purpose this scene exists, right, is so Lily can re-emphasize the plot that we were privy to from the previous scene. Right, we know what's going to happen because it was yes. all laid out in the previous scene. Then she goes, plus he's got to make his gas pills uh. and sleeping pills for Marilyn. We know this. It just <laughs> happened 30 seconds ago. <laughs> you don't have to spell this out for us. We're not that stupid. Yeah, just because time has advanced like several hours on the show, you don't need to tell us <laughs> yeah. it was 30 seconds ago. I'm going to tell you what. If I would have paused the episode there, walked away for an hour and come back, I'd still know <laughs> what was going on. I'd still you know, know. Oh, man. I would love. You know how those MTV shows have like the that sh- like Big Brother where they have cameras over the house? I'd love yeah. like a, a live feed of the, the Munsters household where I could just like tune in on Twitch or something and watch like different cameras <laughs> and just see what the Munsters are doing for hours. Well, you know, it's wild. That episode, Grandpa invented that. Remember? Oh, His, yeah, uh, he did. TV yeah. did all that stuff. I forgot about that. Magical yeah. cameras. Dang. Yeah, including the, uh, all, but all with post-war uh, surplus, yep. Yep. Post, surplus, post surplus, part. yeah. Yep. Take it all back. Her, you know, grandpa's a genius, he, he really is. is. Marilyn comes shuffling in, she's dead on her feet. She goes to see if grandpa has a cure yet. So she goes down, and then grandpa, this is so fucking stupid. He's, he's like, There you are, <laughs> he's got a beaker. He's like, I finally found you. And then Marilyn comes down and scares him, he drops it, it breaks, and you're just like, Oh, great, yeah. yep. And then he's like, you'll scare me out of my skin. You know how hard it is to get back into it. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Decent line. I did. I liked it. That's pretty um, funny. I would like to see that scene, though, of him, like, crawling out of his skin. <laughs> crawling and back into his skin. Yeah. All this exposed musculature. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So Grandpa's like, yeah, I got a sleeping potion uh, already. But he, he can't find it, of course, because he's a disorganized klutz. He finally finds it. And he's like, oh, let me put a head on it for you. He pours something in there. It gets all foamy and he gives it to Marilyn. He, she chugs it. He's like, I feel the same and then passes out. 
Grandpa catches her and puts her on Herman's slab. And then, oh, now we got the <laughs> dicey racist part here. Grandpa pulls out a blanket that says, Souvenir of Custer's Last Stand. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the war drums play. And then he pulls it up and tucks her in. Nighty-night. Gives her a kiss. Felt weird. <laughs> like It looked like he kissed mm. her on the lips. Didn't yeah. it? Grandpa's yeah. no prince. I guess that kind of tells us that. No. Oh, spoilers. Spoilers. And Al Lewis oh, was sorry. really yeah. going in for the kill there. He's like, here's my chance. <laughs> See, exactly. We have the good morning scene. It's breakfast at the Munsters. You know, it's morning at the Munsters. That means breakfast because we all know that they stay up all night and go to bed in the morning, except for when breakfast is involved, which is every yep. day. Every day. Mm-hmm. So Herman comes down. Good morning. Good morning. Eddie slides down the pole. Grandpa yep. comes in. They're all saying good morning. 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 They sit down. No Marilyn. Where's Marilyn? She's still asleep at the lab. Eddie goes to wake her up because she'll be late for class. So Marilyn goes to school. Clearly, it's the daytime, right? It's not like, well, maybe they mean nighttime is morning. Nope. It's yeah, like night classes or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yep. So Eddie leaves and like, he's a good boy. And then Herman's like, except he won't throw it as trash. <laughs> then he gets up and there's this giant <laughs> barrel can of dog food for Spot. Oh yeah! Oh god! Just like it, almost like a prop. Uh, oh, like, it's one hundred percent a prop. No, no, like you would see at a store. Like yes. if you went in and and like all the cans, like the smaller normal size cans, stacked up next to it. <laughs> yeah. And here's the one big one that's just a sign to tell you it's here. That's what it looked like. But the, but the but the crazy part is like he doesn't even clean up after himself, and then Herman just picks it up and throws it out the door. <laughs> yes. Not As cleaning it up either. What a weird scene that is, right? Like, why do we need this? I, it it's, was funny ugh. to me because I, I was like Hormone. He's a little grumpy. And I think it was he's like really mad about this for some reason. Yes. But it's just such a like fluff. Like, there's no point. It's just like nope. a weird joke. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, why do they have to remind you that Eddie's a good boy? What like? Oh, uh, well, you know, it's always nice to remember he exists because he hardly ever shows up. In any of these Eddie has ads. the moment of the episode, though, later on. Oh, he does. Uh, yeah. Oh, he does. He does. Yes. Yeah. So, but it felt like that prop was like there was a challenge put to the Munsters crew to like who can come up with the best yeah. prop, and then like we'll put it in an episode, and somebody came up with this one. And they're like, mm-hmm. well, but we got to ride around this prop now. <laughs> so they just had a little in around there. the studio and like, yeah, we need to freshen up the place. Let's add a giant dog food can. Why not? Yeah, and it's huge. It's a barrel. It's like a size of Herman. Yeah, yeah, it's very large. He just basically throws it the window, makes a clanking metal sound. Uh, so grandpa like are your pills ready oh i still gotta go work on them i got distracted by Marilyn. and herman tells grandpa he'll revolutionize motoring we'll all need credit cards to buy water <laughs> little does he know yeah. that that's what we do now <laughs> yep <laughs> and he comes up Marilyn will wake up i shook her and she just lies there and then the monsters are like oh no so they run downstairs Marilyn's dead that was my first thought <laughs> this is the part where i was like the people that made the house didn't watch this episode because previously to get down to the dungeon, you had to go through the trap door. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. This yeah. episode, they just go down like a staircase. that's off the back of the kitchen mm-hmm. and it goes that's to the true. same staircase. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It bugged, it bugged the crap out of me. Well, yeah, that's, I wonder which one's, which way is correct. I guess we'll have to go to that place in Texas and see how they yeah, did it. And, find out. 
Yeah. That's, I want to see where that pole leads to as well. Yeah. <laughs> so they get down there. Grandpa's trying to wake her up. Herman's trying to wake her up. Nothing works. Then Grandpa's like, oh, boy, I must have gave her the sleeping beauty potion. <laughs> see, like, where the fuck did that come from? There was, was yeah, no uh, mention of it prior. No, no. I thought, well, see, I thought well, they were going to mix because, it up. Because, it, because the episode's called Sleeping Cutie, so they had to make sure mm. that they fit that in there. Yeah. I, I, this, this, this episode's a whole, like, theme gimmick episode. <laughs> That's fine. By the way, also, also, if it is just, like, it's going to be the whole thing about the Sleeping Beauty thing, why did they have to, I get, is that, like, just the copyright thing is that they couldn't use Sleeping Beauty for the episode name? Did they make it Sleeping Cutie? Cause like, uh, yeah, that's weird. Especially because, be especially because none of them think that Marilyn's cute. They think she's like hideous. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody yeah, does true. towards the end. Maybe but. it's a sarcastic uh, cutie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I I thought they had Grandpa had, like given her the gas pill on accident somehow. <laughs> that's and, like, what I thought too. <laughs> all the water in her body turned yeah. into gasoline. I was hoping she just exploded. <laughs> or like, or that or that Grandpa's gas pill also like works as like a. You know, a weird like sleeping pill type mm, thing. Yeah. Well, I that guarantee would... you'd be in for long sleep if, you took it. <laughs> if, it tur- if it turns all water into gasoline. Your yeah, body's like what seventy uh, percent water. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh, yeah you'll yeah. be sent to the long sleep after that. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Grandpa's like, I gave her the sleeping beauty potion, but she can't be woken up with a kiss from a prince. Blah blah blah. And then, in, as soon as as soon as he says that. There's a knock at the door. Liz is like, well, I'll go get that. And everyone wants to know, where can we find a handsome? Where can we find a prince at all? Who knows? It's not like we can put an ad in Craigslist. <laughs> so then Lily answers the door. It's a handsome man. And he's very startled by Lily. <laughs> he's acting very strangely. Yeah, I like I, him. I he could was... not tell if he was startled by her or if he was like enchanted by her. No. He was scared. He was. I thought stressed. he was starstruck. I thought he was. Yeah, nervous. that's. Yeah. He oh, was I like, he oh, was, he didn't know what was up because, like, the house spooked him. She yeah. spooked him. I liked like, his performance. I, yeah, I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is a usually because people like are like, you know, and they flip out whenever they see a monster. And he was he acted a little bit, which is nice. He doesn't act exactly the same as every single other person in the show does when they see yep. these monsters. But he he's from the reliable oil company. Lily says, you got to leave. <laughs> There's a domestic crisis. <laughs> He's like, what? I, I mean, I, I I felt like he had to fly in, right? Didn't it seem like it was a it was a travel for him? It's so like, mm-hmm. we'll be here. Not like we'll be here today. Like, we'll we'll be here in, uh, in a couple of days, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, you know, he just wants to come and he's like, nope. Uh, I get back to the dungeon. Peace out, uh, oil boy. So, and he leaves. He's like dungeon. Yeah, it's like a dungeon. Yeah. So we get back. Herman is scolding Grandpa. It's like, why did you even have that laying around? You're so disorganized. Just like, just berating the man. Yeah. And Grandpa's like, fine. I'll get rid of the Sleeping Beauty formula right now. If only <laughs> oh, I can boy. find it. Oh, there it is. This there's here it is. This piece of paper by all of my work stuff by what area I've been working, I will just burn it <laughs> blindly without reading what it is. Yep, yep. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. He had a Sleeping Beauty potion. He didn't make the Sleeping Beauty potion, did he? I don't think so. Like, at the time? Yeah, no, no it sounds like he just had like to lay it around. Yeah. He didn't even need to look at the notes to make it, so I don't feel like it matters. that. Yeah. He, <laughs> he just had it laid around. He's like, well, okay, well, here's the formula. I'm just going to burn it. 
blah, blah, blah. He burns it. And you're like, well, I know what that was. I'm but does he also go? He also goes and like even when they Herman then hands him another one. It's like, what yeah. is this? Like earlier, Grandpa was like, "All right, let me check the recipes in the book." So it the the thing is still in the book someplace. Yeah, it's all it's all screwy kaduku. I don't know what that means. Screwy Louie. <laughs> yeah, screwy kaduku as well. <laughs> Count Dooku. Count uh, so yeah. he burns that piece of paper. The Herman's like, "Well, that is a Sleeping Beauty formula." What's this piece of paper that says Sleeping Beauty formula on it? Uh, blah, blah. And Grandpa's like, what? Hmm? Huh? And it's that whole, like, if that's that, then what's... Th- oh, no. You know, like, <laughs> come on. And so yeah. he confirms what we already knew. He burnt the gas formula. Yeah. And then yeah. I love this line. I, I think it was supposed to mean a dig, but I loved it. Grandpa, you are the world's oldest goofball. Yes. <laughs> and then there's just sadness. Grandpa's like, I screwed up again. Herman's yeah. all angry at him. I like that. I just like the world's oldest goofball. I call my yeah. kids goofballs all the time. I didn't know it was like a derogatory thing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was more serious back then. Yeah. Nowadays, you just been. call anybody oh, a goofball. You. Oh, yeah. Take that back, sir. Yeah. Could it be probably heard like the audience like, Ooh, yeah, he said goofball. Can they say that on TV? <laughs> yeah. They did. Oh, he went yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Herman's serious this time. Yeah. At least he didn't say knucklehead. No. Oh, oh shoot. Yeah. Can't say the K word. <laughs> <laughs> so back at reliable oil, domestic crisis. Uh, there's stalling. They're playing hardball. The monsters. Once again, we have people in charge of a company thinking the monsters are trying to milk them for all of their worth, right? Yep. And so like, just like the gas company before, now it's this gas company. They're like, well, they're trying to get all out. And he's like, Dick, gotta get back out there and get that contract by hook or by crook. So I gave him the ultimatum because <laughs> if he gets that contract, it's a vice presidency. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, no kidding. So Dick, he, we know his name's Dick. Mm-hmm. He has all the pressure on him now. He's got to get this contract. And he, the monsters were there. They're weird as hell. He knows it. But now he's got to like really whatever they whatever it takes to get them to sign on the line. So now we cut back. Grandpa's holding frogs. Duds. Not a prince in the whole bunch. <laughs> I, I like enjoyed that. that. He just got Her- a glass full of frogs mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. And I guess Herman <laughs> is looking in at the frogs. Very disappointed. He's got yeah. a very disappointed face. I like it. He's like, why can't you frogs be better? Yeah. <laughs> and then Grandpa says, they just don't make frogs like they used to in Transylvania. No, of course. Nothing's like the old country. Yeah. yeah. And Herman's like, your old school grandpa, me and Lily are the new hotness. <laughs> We're going to do it the sensible way. We're going to put an ad in the paper. I do like Genuine Prince, young and handsome, white steed optional, temporary employment, <laughs> fringe benefits. And they laugh at the fringe benefits <laughs> part. Which yeah. must mean it's like, mm. oh, you get to kiss this hideous young lady. So Grandpa says, you won't get frogs. You won't get frogs with that ad. But he's wrong because <laughs> there's already two applicants and Lily's going to interview. And Herman laughs at Grandpa. <laughs> okay, by the way, how long has she now been out at this point? <gasps> because Days, it feels they, like. Because he's been trying to figure out like, uh, you know, how to correct. He's been checking. Maybe he had to go catch all the frogs first, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But then, like, they took the time to write and then put it. It's, they got to send it to the paper. 
It's in the paper, yeah. In the paper, plus some responses, and she's already got two people like lined up already. I mean, like I was like, how long is this going she's on? She's been out for a while. She genuinely needs an IV. Mm-hmm. Yes, she will right. die soon. Yeah. She's very dehydrated at this point. <laughs> ah, poor Marilyn. Yeah, she didn't ask for this. There are applicants, and there's a couple of guys stand there, an old guy and a young guy. Yep. The young guy, I immediately thought he looked a lot like the doctor. Oh, you're right. Yeah. It's like, is this the doctor? And I had to pause it and Google it, and it is not. It was Gavin McLeod, right? Mm-hmm. Um, He's kind of got like a strong personality, kind of like the doctor does, but yeah. in a better way. I think. And he was always contorting his face, so I couldn't really tell. And he's like hunched over, and he's mm-hmm. really weird. But there were actors. And then the old guy's like, these off-Broadway theaters are getting weirder all the time. <laughs> and, and they're like, oh, they're already re- in rehearsal. Because Lily comes, <laughs> Lily comes out, she goes up the stairs, and comes out the trap door. Right? Yep, you're right. That comes is, out the trap mm. door. And they're like, ugh. And then she's like, we need an authentic kiss. And they're like, well, what's our motivation? Yes. What's the salary? <laughs> like, for this kiss. He's like, this is a fascinating theater you got here. She's like, this isn't a theater. It's our home. And they're like, hmm. But the motivation, Lily's like, well, that's a good idea. So she calls for Herman to bring up Marilyn. They look around. Herman comes up. And they're like, holy shit. And they <laughs> bolt. Yeah. Because... Honestly, if you see a Frankenstein's monster come out of the cellar carrying an unconscious woman, mm-hmm. you're probably scared, and I would be too. And Herman's really playing it up. That like if he just came out without her, you still yes. would have to take <laughs> off. But the unconscious woman adds something. It's got a very monster mm. creature from the Black Lagoon quality. Oh too. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and Herman like he looks like straight out of those old like you know yep. uh, Universal. Like he's playing it up. His eyes are like rolled back in his head as he's like walking out. Like he looks like. For whatever reason, he doesn't always look like this, but whenever he makes a great entrance, he always looks like the horrible Frankenstein's monster of the the old. Yeah, his movies. his eyes are kind of like always like half open type. Mm-hmm. Like he's always like, uh, and then mm-hmm. he answers the door and goes, "Oh, hey." Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe that's his resting face. You know how people say sometimes the resting face just mm-hmm. doesn't match your personality. Well, that's just Herman's resting yeah. face. But then Herman's like, "Did you tell him about Lily's looks?" <laughs> God. And, or, or Marilyn's looks and Lily's like, oh, I forgot. And then he then she says this. I love her so much I keep forgetting about her handicap. <laughs> this joke, these jokes are so weird because it's like so so, do they not think anybody else in the like the outside world is hideous? They think just Marilyn's hideous. Just Marilyn. Like yeah. it's so weird. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they don't notice that everyone else in the world is hideous. Yeah. And that Marilyn might fit in with Hideous, but they don't mm-hmm. they don't accept it. They don't realize that apparently in their eyes they're like the most attractive people in the, in mm-hmm. the entire planet. But. Yep. And then here comes Dick. He's back. Reliable old company guy walks up. He's weirded out by the wind from around Munster's house, which is weirded out. He gets to the mm-hmm. front door, doesn't it? Oh, it's open, right? And then there's a growl. And it's Spot. Yeah, we still have never seen Spot, but we've I've never heard seen him Spot. Growl. He doesn't look right in yet. He just hears the growling and he's like, ugh. And then Lily comes out and shoes off Spot and says, he must have thought you were the new milkman. He's like, do you know I'm like milkman? He's like, no, I love the last one. He just kept buried him in the yard. <laughs> well, company guy wants to talk to Grandpa. And Lily's like, no, nah, nope, can't do it. He pulls out his card and he's like, we'll match any offer. And then Herman's hand comes from off screen and grabs the card. And Lily says, you know, you just can't. It's one of those days where everything goes wrong. And then Herman grabs him and brings him in. <laughs> 
which I really enjoyed this. And then, yes. uh, so he brings him in. Oil company guy asks if her, is that Spot? <laughs> I love that. That was so funny. Yeah. No, Spot's an animal. This is my husband. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but here's why Herman invited him in. Because on his card, it says his name is Richard A. Prince. And then Lily says, finally, our prince has come. And then it starts playing like that yes. music, that prince. Like the fairy tale happy music. Fairy tale music. They couldn't be too Disney with it because I'm sure mm-hmm. it's copyrighted. They play it when uh, Grandpa's explaining the whole Sleeping Beauty thing too, and that music adds a lot to that scene. It makes it was like making me laugh how like very it's like, oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's like, yep. it's they play good. it a couple of times, and it's funny. Yeah. All right. So Grandpa or Herman brings them in and gathers everyone around the table, and this is where the clip comes in. All right, here we go. Then you. Really have royal blood in your veins? Oh, yes. I, uh, thank you. I, I understand that's how we got the family name. Of course, it was a long time ago. Well, as they say, old blood is always the best. This is a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, Finger sandwiches? You. you know, uh, no, no thanks. You're all being so nice to me, I, I can't help thinking there's a catch to it. It's almost as though I were... As though I were being fattened up for something. It, isn't that silly? <laughs> <laughs> so that moment there, that little oh, Eddie laugh. Again. I'm going to back it up a little bit here. Oh. So nice to me. I, I can't help thinking there's a catch to it. It's almost as though I were, as though I were being fattened up for something. It, isn't that silly? <laughs> <laughs> Eddie does that laugh and he's sitting very closely to, to Dick Prince and he's making that giggle and oh my god it made me laugh out loud yep. really was, I, I laughed out loud uh, sitting I'm sitting here my wife she had headphones on I don't, don't, I don't think she heard me but I laughed very loud at that at that giggle because it was demented Yes, yeah, very much evil, and that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's legit the first thing that has actually sounded creepy mm-hmm. on this show. It's yes. not like you know, oh, okay, they're just this goofy set of monsters. No, he sounded like he was gonna like do something to that guy. Yes, yeah. he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's just finish out this scene because it's it's a pretty good scene. It explains yep. everything that's gonna go on here. So let me mm-hmm. share again. <laughs> What a sense of humor. <laughs> well, Dick, my boy, I'm ready to do business with your company. Uh, but, uh, Grandpa, uh, didn't you B-U-R-N the you-know-what? <laughs> Please, let me handle this. I have the forms right here. Eh, not so fast. There's just one little thing. Oh, if it's a matter of money. No, 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 no. It's not a matter of money. You see, it's a, it's a matter of tradition. Now, you see, we're from the old country, and uh, we have a family custom that before we discuss a business deal, the party of the second part, that's you, <laughs> must kiss the youngest member of the family. <laughs> he looks right at Eddie. <laughs> you know, I have to kiss him? <laughs> it's so crazy. Eddie is the show stealer in this episode. Yes. I kiss the youngest. He looks at Eddie, and he's got those like eight-year-old kids' teeth. They're like yeah. big and sticking out all over the place. <laughs> he's got this big grin on his face. Like, yeah, he's, kiss he's, him? Like, no, 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 no. 
now she's she then explains that no no the youngest uh youngest female female. however i thought they were gonna put something in there that like that would make it sound like marilyn is actually the youngest like because eddie's a a, oh yeah yeah Mm, that he was somehow older than her um is what i thought they were gonna go with there but it's still like the that yeah especially right after that little (laughs) (laughs) uh it was just killing me yeah, Eddie's, the, Eddie, Eddie's parts in this entire episode, he's still got one other little bit that kind of got me here. Um, yeah, definitely, this is the whole thing that steals the, the whole episode. Yep. And then they're like, well, I've got to warn you. The youngest female, she's not as good as looking as us. She's hideous, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and Dick, he's like, by hook or by crook, I got to get them to sign this. But it's like... I. I can't do it. I can't go kiss this creature <laughs> because yeah. he assumes it's a creature, right? Yeah. I'm like, no worry. Uh, you can close your eyes. And I, I believe Herman called her the ugly duckling of the family. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at some point, I mean, like, okay, so obviously in this, Marilyn goes along with this all the time. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, aren't you going to be like pissed at your family for like telling other people that? <laughs> You're the hideous, ugly duckling of the family. I'm like, what the hell? Like, if she were ever overhear them saying this, like, she should be like super she pissed hears all the time. time. She's just like, uh, I get it. I'm a terrible human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so they all go to the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Igor's flying around, and Grandpa tells him no snacks <laughs> between meals. And Dick's like, Well, this is the most I can't handle it anymore. Yeah, I got made it this far, but a hungry bat. No, thank you. <laughs> And he's, but the Frankenstein monster in the room grabs him and was like, no, you can't run off. And he says, this is Marilyn. And Dick's like, this is Ugly Duckling? And like, yeah, I'm sorry. And he doesn't even waste a second. He just no. goes and he's like, well, I'll kiss this girl all day. He goes and instantly kisses her. That and music she chimes wakes... in again right early oh, yes. too, right? As soon as he sees her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she wakes right up. And now Grandpa's like, well, now we can go discuss the deal. We're like, yes. And he's like, no, I got more business. Yeah, he's like, nah, I'm going to kiss Marilyn some more. And he goes in for more, and she's like, that's cool. I don't know who you are, but uh, I'm down cool with, it. with it. Yeah. yeah. And they're going in it pretty good. And oh, Grandpa's yeah. like, stop. And Herman's like, stop. And they just will not stop. They can't break it up. Mm-hmm. They should probably just go upstairs and wait for a little bit. Yeah, yeah probably. This could yeah. be a while. Yeah. <laughs> It's so weird. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I get it. She's very attractive, and that's an aggressive move by Dick A. Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just like, "All right, that's cool, <laughs> right? I'm down. I'm cool." Well, she's I'm also just, strapped down to the, the table still, too. I probably, think she's right? just laying on it. I think she's just laying on it. Like she's strapped in. She's got the blanket on her. Mm, yeah, uh, that's true. But it has racist <laughs> <laughs> elements mm. to it. All right, so now we come back. They're all in the living room, and Dick is ready to do business. Dick's here for biz. Uh, Herman tells Grandpa, it's like, you got to tell him. He tries to. Grandpa's like, well, here's the deal. See, Dick's like, just need to sign here, and we'll give you $50,000 to keep the formula off the market. Hmm. And Grandpa, he's all into it. He's like, 50 grand. Before, he's like, we're going to be millionaires. But now, 50, uh, well, because of circumstances, I get it. 50 grand to keep mm. it off the market? You got it. Yeah. Ask no questions. Just take the money. Yeah. Yeah. But Herman, he is, he's like, you can't do that. He'll sign the contract, but he won't take the money. And Grandpa's like, what? And Lily says, <laughs> well, 
you helped our little girl. And Grandpa begrudgingly signs. And then Marilyn comes in, and Dick's like, well, let's go celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, let's go get it on. And so he's taking the ugly duckling out to celebrate the the signing of the... And he's the vice president now. Yeah, Yeah. he's a hot shot. They're going to a cheesecake factory, and then... At least... And she can order whatever she wants. He sh- he should be more than vice president. Think about it. He got the signature, and it cost him zero dollars. Yes, and that's great. Yeah, he got a snog out of it, <laughs> or at least at least at least one, right? Now you would think that this would work out because he's already met the monsters. Now he's familiar with them, so it's not like all of Marilyn's other you know. Uh, boyfriends that come through or love interests to come through that when they first see them, they mm-hmm. like then hightail it out. So this should be the one for her. Yeah, he's clearly right. there's nothing that can mm-hmm. shake this guy. He's mm-hmm. he's like babysitter. He's unshakable and, and, now. And he is actually a real prince via mm-hmm. yeah. his bloodline. Old blood. Yeah. Marilyn, Marilyn seems into him as well. It seems like it yeah. could work out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was uh-huh. like, she comes strolling in. And she's like, you ready to go? And he's like, hell yeah. <laughs> and and she's like, see. she's like, well, I'm not tired. So no, but oh, he's been yeah. sleeping for like a week or something yeah. like that. Not time for I that. I am dehydrated, yet, right? but I am not tired. <laughs> so yeah. Herman's like, here you go. Take the car. So he tosses him the keys. Yeah. <laughs> To the monster coach, which would be bitching, man. If I'm yeah. Dick A. Prince, I'm, I'm stoked. It's um, and plus, well, one, my name is Dick A. Prince. <laughs> Two, I'm hanging out with Marilyn Munster. Three, I got this badass car. Oh man. yeah, and I'm gonna be a vice president, vice president yep. of the reliable oil company. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's an oil man. All things now. are looking up, Dick. <laughs> yes, yes. So yeah. Herman tosses in the keys. They leave, and he, oh, but he says. Get it back by midnight, or it'll turn into a pumpkin. <laughs> Everybody laughs at that because yep. this is clearly a thematic episode mm-hmm. about princesses. Which, pretty good joke to end on, I would say, but yet we still keep nope. going. That would have been where credits <laughs> should have happened. Yes. yes. But instead, Lily goes, oh, Herman, you're so sweet and thoughtful. When they made you, they broke the mold. She's Ugh. rubbing his hands, mm-hmm. and he goes, hmm, well, that doctor always was a butterfingers. That's where we get the credits. Jesus Christ, Munsters, <laughs> you had it. That was you had it right there. Perfect. Yeah, they almost nailed it. That I was like, like yes, yes, and then it just keeps going. Like, oh, we're going to nope. end on a Frankenstein's monster joke again. Okay, oh, okay, cool. This well, episode's going to be 10 seconds short. The other problem that they have here is that they open the episode Obviously, the gas pill like is almost like rocket fuel because Herman makes it around the block very fast. Mm-hmm. And then they give the keys at the end, and I'm expecting like to maybe see them drive off at the end, and like it like really just takes off fast on them again. Like I don't know something weird, but that like that's one of those like things where I'm like, oh, we had a storyline going on here, like this like you know rocket fuel maybe getting into like racing or something. I don't know. Uh, mm. that that never that never paid off, and I'm like, huh, what? Okay, and but then he gives him the keys at the end. I'm like, oh, so it's gonna it's gonna explode from the gas bill <laughs> from earlier or something. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen now. Marilyn's fine, but mm-hmm. you know, but Dick Prince blows up and dies. That's he's not something. gonna be ready for the speed. Yeah, he's gonna take a corner mm-hmm. a little too fast. Yeah, yeah. or you don't even need all of that grim overture. <laughs> you just have have him get in the car. 
and then it just takes off really fast. Their eyes get really big, and then you go to credits. That's yeah. a good laugh, but and, no. And then, yeah, and then you hear a car crash, and then you just hear like gasps, <laughs> and it's like the ambulance comes. And the credits yeah. roll. Oh, okay, back to the Grim Overture. That's a post-credits scene. People are going the... like, oh, "I've never seen anybody look like yeah. this before." Oh, <laughs> he's hideous. It's like a. I want to see something like this since the orphanage blew up or whatever that guy said. Yeah. Last time. <laughs> no, it wasn't orphanage. I think it was mortuary. Or oh, that's right. <laughs> the morgue. I haven't seen this since the morgue explosion. Yep. yep. That the orphanage. <laughs> I haven't seen this since a bunch of kids were killed in an orphanage explosion. That's a little too grim. Yeah, maybe yes. maybe morgues are better. Yeah. Yeah. And that credits. There it was. Mm-hmm. Whew. All right, so what did you guys think of season one, episode twelve, "The Sleeping Cutie"? I did. I didn't care much for this one, I, because and again, it's because like I'm left wanting to see like a lot more of like. Obviously, Grandpa made some like super fuel also, and there seemed to be something to go on there. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where like they set you up for one thing, and like I don't know, like I almost wanted like a whole separate like side story, simply based on that, along with the rest of the episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it just the the scene with Eddie though gets at least you know the a Eddie couple scene is top notch. That <laughs> yeah. was like a weird twisted. Like there was an extra person in the writer room. It's like, <laughs> oh, I like this. <laughs> that <laughs> that it. actually may be my favorite scene so far in the twelve episodes we've seen. Mm, nice. Oh, that's a good scene. It is a good yeah. scene. I'll give it that. Yeah. What about you, Jerry? Uh, you know. This might be a bold take, but I think this might be my new favorite Monsters episode. Wow. I like this one quite a bit. That's a bold take. Yeah. I mean, it's got that the Eddie scene we've been talking about. That's probably my second favorite joke in the whole series so far. Same. Doesn't yeah. quite top the, you know, Frankenstein's baby thing, but it's close. And it's funny. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, there's something about it that's just, yeah, like, <laughs> it is kind of eerie the way Eddie laughs. Like, mm-hmm. He's definitely eaten people before. Um, and- <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. That was my first thought. Like cannibals. I don't know. I, th- I thought it was pretty funny. I kind of liked the like. I, th- I felt like it was pretty focused compared to a lot of others. There weren't like a lot of like plots hopping around. It really was kind of just about this weird pill. And then, well, I guess that's tr- they kind of divert. Now that I say that out loud, to the Sleeping Beauty thing. But I don't know. I felt like it was a little more like cohesive than usual, which is nice. And I thought, yeah, the jokes were actually pretty funny for most of it. Uh, they don't quite nail it at the end with the Frankenstein's monster no, joke. They missed at the end. But you know, it was not thought, a clean I, dismount. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, actually. You know, mm-hmm. not like perfect by any means, but enjoyable. I'm right in the middle. I think this was not for me a particular. I love when sitcoms did like thematic episodes where it was mm-hmm. like it felt like a one-off. You know. And it was like a based like there's always a dream sequence or they're doing something weird or there's like gender swaps or just something weird, mm-hmm. right? This is one of those episodes because it's based on a Sleeping Beauty. It has a theme to it, and they they really leaned into that stuff. But it feels like a lot like Keith's complaint about the the twin. It's mm. way too early. <laughs> like they're running out of ideas. Yeah. Like, well, what do we do now with these? We have a family of crazy monsters. We've run out of ideas after yeah. 10 episodes. What could we possibly mm-hmm. do with yeah. that concept? Well, yeah. let's. what if we made it Sleeping Beauty? Like, yeah. 12 episodes in, Grandpa's already made six inventions. Yeah. We're, yes. we, we're running That's out. That's the thing that kills me. These inventions. Why is he inventing things? <laughs> and being a magician. And being a vampire. Why he feels is bad that his, that his uh, son slash son-in-law... 
uh, has to scare up the rent. He's trying to help out. Yeah. It's just, but yeah, I, I, it's always this weird, like quick, get rich quick scheme mm-hmm. with some crazy invention. And the inventions, when they work, <laughs> are, are like civilization altering, right? Yes. Like all of human existence makes a quick turn in a direction for the better, but something screws them up. Mm-hmm. Also, it seemed to really take him a long time to like put together the, the gas pill another time. Like he's got a working one already. Mm-hmm. And obviously he had the formula written down. Why did it seem to take like unless it's just because Marilyn kept coming in and bugging him for the sleeping know. pill? Like he constantly really seems like he's he's taking too long to like actually make it and then loses the formula. Yeah. Yeah. And and just burns it blindly. Yes. Those sorts of things really upset me like mm-hmm. well, it must be this piece of paper that i haven't looked at i'm just gonna burn <laughs> why yeah stupid. take two seconds and read it make sure it's the right one <laughs> it really takes zero effort that's the part yeah. that really pisses me off about stuff like that it's like oh well it's like and you know and it, it's it's so you know plot thick you know it's like that's the only reason he does it is because mm-hmm. it advances the story that's true yeah. in a terrible way <laughs> um and they're just like, all right, all right, monsters, I get it. But I just, there's just, they have so many devices. Like, they're literally a family of monsters. And they can't come up with <laughs> ideas based off a of family of monsters. So they have to have Grandpa invent things, mm-hmm. which is a apt metaphor for the creation of their episode. <laughs> they're like, well, we just got to invent an idea. Let's come up with something that n- relates nothing to the family whatsoever. We've yeah. hammered it. We've hammered in a Frankenstein monster jokes left and right, including a twin already. We've made sure that everyone knows this, this guy's a vampire. We don't really talk about Lily being a vampire much. Maybe we could focus on that yeah. a little bit more. Or maybe the wolf boy should get maybe something else going on. Yeah, or even Marilyn. Yeah, anybody really. Yeah. yeah. But- and and if I, I would think if if it's a like a matter of like how long can a kid be, you know, you know get to be on screen or like how much time they can actually work um, like legal things. Like if you transformed him into like a wolf boy, you could, you know, you put, you know, a, an adult in, in some sort of an outfit. Yeah. Um, you know, give us more about his little wolfy doll that he carries around. Or what's he love about it? Where's that from? You know, there's a, a bunch of different things. Also, like you have the other universal monsters that aren't even really kind of touched oh, upon yet that you yeah. could still bring in. But we're only 12 episodes in, right? That's true. And they're a family of monsters. And if you can't generate ideas off the fact that you have a family of monsters, they have to bring in this weird invention angle all the time mm-hmm. to spark story. Then then you're just you're missing the point. That's a, that's the thing that kills me. Mm. It's like you got literal just a family full of story generating ideas. You have to mm-hmm. like, well, we'll grab one, invented a time machine. I guarantee that's happening. I oh, guarantee that I will so. happen. Yeah. They don't really ever throw monsters into ordinary day situations, no, which would be funny. That's what you need. Yeah. It's always need- like the, yeah, mad scientist inventions or Herman's twin Frankenstein monster shows yes. up. Yeah. It's stuff like that. It's always some weird concoction to make the story go when they have four or five things that can make the story go at any given time. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. So for me, yeah. it's middle of the road. It's 7.7 <laughs> feels very high. And I think people like it because of the, I don't know, the weird Cinderella tie in or whatever mm-hmm. sleeping beauty tie in. Like I get it. That's fine. 
And there were some solid jokes in this episode. Yeah. Mostly Eddie related. So yep, yep. he scarfs down those lady fingers, by the way. Oh, too. yeah. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> is that the moment you were talking about, Keith? Because after no, they all go no. downstairs to, to catch on Maryland, he grabs that plate of lady fingers and just starts scarfing down sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. No. I, so, yeah, I, I messaged you guys earlier and said my my part where the babysitter oh, breaks. Well, let's do that. What breaks the babysitter? Yeah, I am going with Eddie's laugh because it is so sinister and like it's a tone that she wouldn't be aware of hanging out with the monsters. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, you know, when Herman gets angry and he stomps, you know, he shakes the whole house. That's a little crazy. And mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if grandpa turns that dog again, you know, and tries to attack somebody and hopefully his contacts are right, it could be crazy. But man, this is just straight up like such a sinister creepy laugh out of mm-hmm. that kid Straight and up. and and so out of the blue like we've heard the cat roar uh you know the raven says silly things all the time you know nevermore and stuff like that and whatever time it is uh but like so off brand for eddie too you know he yeah. just seems like it's you know you know kind of he's maybe that's why they say he's such a nice boy earlier because then that really emphasizes even more oh he's a nice boy and then he gives this, you know, yeah. And that that's what breaks her this yep. this week. Okay, babysitter broken by Eddie's laugh. Yeah, the realization of that laugh. What mm-hmm. has he yeah. done? Yeah. yeah, there's more to that laugh than we know. Yes. And and if she was only partially broken, like maybe like uh, when he starts shoveling in those lady fingers, it really that's it. It yeah, finishes it off. Yeah, it might be made with real fingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when the babysitter would break is when, you know, because they do talk about how hideous Marilyn is a lot in this episode. Um, and I think something would finally click in her brain. It's like, wait, you think Marilyn's hideous? What do you, that make you think about me? What does that make you think about the rest of society? Are you like that <laughs> presumptuous that you're it's like the most... existential break. Yeah. It's wow. Like, I can't believe you've thought of me this way this entire time. And I think she'd just be so fed up and yeah, just kind of realize the way, the view that these monsters are seeing the world. I think that would break her. Yeah, that's a good break. It is crazy that they don't question that about anybody else. Nope. Just Marilyn. <laughs> it's very weird. She's handicapped. <laughs> oh, boy. My break, I'm going to avoid the racist break. I'm going to go. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'm going to go. She breaks when Herman reads the uh the business card. His name is Richard A. Prince. <laughs> and they're like, she's like, he's a prince? And then they're like, wait a minute, he goes by Dick? His name is Dick A. Prince? <laughs> Dick a prince? Wow. And that's the moment that breaks her because for me, it broke me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Because it made me realize that maybe she's the first person that realizes the innuendo. It's like, wait a minute, a dick? A prince? What? And up until that point, people were like real happy calling people dick. Hey, dick. Hey, dick. Hey, dick. Popular name. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was named Richard. You know, they had a tricky Dick Nixon, all sorts of dicks out there floating around. (laughs) Everybody's got their dicks out. And then in this situation, my my grandpa's name was Richard. I never heard anybody call him Dick ever. Yeah. This babysitter's like, Wait a minute. It's Dick A. Prince. 
oh, this is something this very, very, very unsettling and ribald indeed. And then she just runs out. She's like, I, I don't want to be here when this happens. <laughs> like it's a command. Mm, she's, she knows what's happening here. That's yeah. what broke the babysitter. If I could throw in, a, if I could throw in a uh, a second option, oh, um, it's, <laughs> he's it's, got it's, multiple breaks. Well, All no, right. it's uh, when uh, when Dick goes in for the second kiss. Oh, that's true. And like, just stays with it for a while. This that, is gratuitous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, seven point seven. Yeah, maybe not so much. But that's pretty good for a monsters episode, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. seems pretty mm-hmm. high. Yeah, it's usually high. they're mostly in the seven point something range. I think yeah. so far, right? And then seven point seven is like the upper echelon, upper upper echelon so far. Because mm-hmm. I don't think we've had an eight episode yet. Nothing's no, we've gotten to not. eight, and I don't know if we will. The Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. The Holy Grail is neat. <laughs> when it hits eight, that's when we'll know we finally made it. And an eight on a grading scale would be eighty percent, which would be very good. Mm-hmm. So we have not had a very good episode yet. <laughs> We've had a lot of average episodes. Yeah, C pluses. <laughs> yep. C plus at best. Oh, right. Keith, what you got for people? Oh, let's see. Uh, if things are going right, uh, folks, next week, the pop-up film cast will return. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and uh, it, we're going to make a nice summer run because, you know, that's when all the best movies come out. Uh, I've I've handled all the details with the Witches of Destiny Mm-hmm. Um, we apparently, um, their contract with Blue Bunny expired and thus halted. What? Yeah, it we'll, get, in, we'll, we'll get we'll get we'll no, we'll get into it when we actually get to that. So I'll explain oh, the whole thing, but yeah, so the but the uh, you know, they've they've provided enough movies that we can do a nice little summer run. So uh, tune into that May 24th. We're back. Mm-hmm. Exposition that's coming up. I can feel it. Oh boy, the lore has Ex- deepened. I'm excited. Exposition. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a whole new level of lore being added here. Oh, Somebody boy. needs to add that to the wiki. I think yeah. it's it's some, some legalese, Edge things like that. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Please, some, uh, please somebody make a wiki for, for Papa Film Cats. That'd be great. Terry, <laughs> what do you uh, got? So, yeah, I do another podcast called Run the Real. We just talk about movies. You know, we pick a theme usually. Sometimes it's like, you know, I don't know, water movies or robot movies. Uh, this time we did directors. We're going to be covering Paul <laughs> Thomas Anderson. <laughs> a little more specific. Water you movies, know. robot movies. This time we did directors. Yeah. that every movie has. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we, you would think we would have started with that, but this is the first time we're doing it, and it's exciting. Yeah. So far, it's been a very interesting uh, run, so... Yeah, they should be out eventually. I'm still Excellent. kind of editing them, but yeah, eventually they'll be there, so keep your eyes open. And as for me, nothing. <laughs> oh, well. I got nothing. That's dang. cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's. <laughs> okay. Ingenuity. Intelligence. Oh, Terry. And um, there's something Imagination. else. Imagination. There. there it is. Intelligence, they do not work. <laughs> so they're out of order, I think. Yeah, we did it wrong. Yeah. Yep. But that's because it's Keep always. No, wait. <laughs> Keep on hunting. Yep. <laughs> it's like always hunting, hunting season. season. The Monster Hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gala, and Terry Vicroy. Keith is the host of the Pop Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. 
For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop-Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it, at How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Reel. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Reel on Twitter at Run the Reel. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gullett. The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production. <laughs>